I'm recording. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to just render to mono anyway? Um, I'm not going to render into mono, but I do do this dumb thing that nobody, except people who listen in cars, probably have noticed, mm-hmm. which is I mix the the boss, the person who's running the game, <laughs> way over to the left, and the heroes over <laughs> to the right. Oh, like, I, I 50% would... one way and 50% the other way. It's really dramatic. I would notice wow. that. I would notice that. You... It was... Uh... It went on headphones. Yeah, yeah, I would notice that in earbuds. You, I, I guess I said that nobody has noticed it because nobody has said anything about it. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, people probably have noticed. I like, I like the implication that the heroes are fighting the boss. Yeah, um, I, I just came up with that now, but we should use that <laughs> vocabulary in the future. Okay. So uh, in this case, Jenny and I are the heroes. Woo! And uh, why don't you introduce yourself, boss? Uh, I'm Jim. I'm the boss. Okay. Is that, so is before, that what you had in mind? We should, yeah, I, <laughs> also, we need to clap at some point. We do need to yeah. clap. Yeah. So here's how the sync clap works. Um, I'm going to count to three, and when I would say four, that's when you clap. And it'll sound like we're all clapping at different times, because we are, because of how fast light moves. So you, uh, when later on, I will sync up all the tracks according to that clap, and uh, we will be close to uh, the uh, being able to start editing. But there's this other thing. Well, we'll explain that after we do the clap. Okay, are you ready for the clap? Ready yeah. for the clap? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. All right. Ooh, that um, looks nice. Yeah? Yeah, I've got like a Harry Potter lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Mine looked disappointing. It looked like any um, thing, but I might be zoomed out. Mm. Yeah, I'm zoomed out and everything looks boring. Um, yeah, you would so not the- believe how much time I've spent in my life looking at what sounds look like. <laughs> Um, I have a degree in linguistics, so I've done quite a bit of that. Oh, nice. Oh! I know what an F looks like. I've been meaning to talk to someone with a degree in linguistics about this, so I'm going to tangent for a second. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Let's do this. What do you guys think about the, um, oh, there's like a a French government society, a government body that actually governs how French is allowed to be used, and, uh, their decisions are enforced by law. Uh, What do you think, Um, what do you guys think of this? I'm going to, yes, it's good that you say you guys, because I am going to speak for all linguists. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, The thing is, you, like, the, uh, l'Académie Française is what they're called. Right. And they will never uh, succeed in uh, making French stay the same, making French stay the way they want it. Right, but that isn't even their goal, is it? I mean, like... um, I think they're what what do you think their goal? Well, I think their goal is to govern the evolution of the language. Um if their goal is to I I understood it previously as their goal is to preserve French in a certain way, if they understand that it's going to evolve anyway and they're trying to control how it evolves, that yeah, strikes me as weird of the creepy. language. Oh yeah, well me too, but um yeah. That's actually exactly the um the response I would have expected from a linguist in terms of how they feel about it, but like, what, okay, have you have you observed like what is the consensus on what it actually has done in practical terms? Oh, um, I think I I don't have access to any actual information okay. about what it has done, but my uh, guess would be that they've succeeded in controlling language in the very restricted contexts where language is legislatable right and i mean people who are speaking french in every other context are just speaking however they want and it's changing basically randomly like every other language all right okay all right maybe i'm i'm I only just, have an ma so i, I kind of figured this would be like a class like linguistics 201 is what the french are doing <laughs> Because um, it's weird, right? It's not like... I, don't, I can't think of any other culture that does that. Um, 
people who speak Arabic talk about it in kind of... I've heard Arabic speakers say Arabic doesn't change. Arabic uh, is always the same. And like there's a similar... Because right, that's uh, governed by the rule of God. Sure. But like the perception by the speakers might be similar to the perception that the Academy has on French, that this is something you can control. Okay. And uh, outside of the places that you where you can actually control it, things are behaving more naturalistically. Okay, yeah. Or naturally. <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> I knew what you um, meant, therefore it's a word. <laughs> Not according to the Academy de Française. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, it's still a word so, that can just put you in jail. Sure. Oh, yeah, Ryan. Does this is that all going in the it... podcast, right? Oh well, maybe <laughs> it depends on. Like, um, so, well, I we we'll talk all about how I edit the podcast. Never. <laughs> okay. Ryan, it, I, it's super boring. What do you want to talk question. about, Jenny? So all of the French translations of um, games such as Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. is that does that have to be approved by the Academy? It, um, I know that... I Well, geez. It's difficult to say because um, the French localization that uh, is on Animal Crossing and other first-party games such that... They're on the cartridges you get, the the U.S. cartridges. Mm -hmm. I think that those are localized to Canadian French, actually. I'm not not smart enough. I don't know French well enough or different dialects well um, enough. swearing with church words? I guess they wouldn't be in Animal Crossing. They wouldn't be swearing at all. Uh, Yeah, I haven't noticed Simonac or any tougher uh, Quebecois swears in there. (laughs) <laughs> but I've noticed um, je suis spelled shui, which I guess is a Quebecois way to say je suis, uh, but it's only the Uchi villagers who say that. <laughs> um, this is the second time we've talked about French translations of Animal Crossing on this podcast. Is it really? Yeah, because we were talking about it with Jeremy. Oh, right. Um... Was there something else I wanted to say? Oh, it's possible that the Academy has to um, approve translations or localizations for the European region uh, localization because they would do that separately. Okay. So there's probably a guy whose job that is? I, I, the fact is I don't know whether the Academy cares about localizations of video games, but we should imagine that there's a guy who has to read all of it and say, this French is incorrect. Yeah. I would prefer to imagine that that is a thing. He's a very, uh, he has a mustache and a bowler cap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess, um, no, he has to actually play the game. He has to play hundreds of hours of Animal Crossing. <laughs> they, they don't just give him a dialogue list. Well, then he wouldn't have all the context. That's true. That's true. So his nose is getting redder and redder <laughs> as he plays through Animal Crossing and tries to complete the furniture catalog. Mm-hmm. Tries to uh, get to know every villager well enough that they give him their <laughs> photograph. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's every villager. So he has to let people move out of his town. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Right. Jim, how much Animal Crossing have you played? Probably about 100 hours. Yeah? Which which one were you playing? Uh, that's split between um, the first one on GameCube and the 3DS one, New Leaf. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. I'm a big Animal Crossing fan. I... I like it, but also like, I and you, you I, I get like wanting to get into the ritual of it and doing like a thing every day and just like it's very zen. But also like it's hard for me to be zen when like I'm just trying to go about my day and all these assholes are trying to talk to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I just want to go buy a thing from the store. I don't want to listen to you greet me as I enter and leave. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. a game that's, like, basically about valediction. Huh. Well, now this has to go into the pot. He <laughs> came up with a, uh, you know, a conclusion. <laughs> uh-huh. um, that's part of how I edit is, um, does does this... Does this tangent um, depend on... Does it contextualize something that comes later? Oh. Because if it doesn't, well, then I uh, I don't cut out that much, actually. I cut out stuff where I look bad. Sure. If mm. I say something stupid. Sure. That's but a... if Jenny says something stupid, <laughs> I will... Leave it in? Leave it in. Uh, mix it up a little bit. Will you, like, try to imitate Jenny's voice to make her, make her say more <laughs> stupid things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I can. I don't have to imitate her voice because Hi, I. Jenny, have I the, don't know where the car is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have the linguistics background to look at the waveforms and pick out <laughs> syllable by syllable sure. what I need her to say. Yeah. Oh man! So, you know, I've probably uh, yeah said enough words that you could combine them into a really dumb-sounding sentence. <laughs> yeah. Although it's a lot easier for me to just let you talk until you say something dumb. That was mean. I'm sorry. That was mean. Ryan. (sighs) Ryan, have we met? Have you and I? We definitely have not. We have not met. Okay. All right. I don't know. Do I? My life is a blur. I sound like someone you know. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I think everybody Jenny hangs out with has a certain, like, sense of humor, basically. Yeah, Yeah. I control for that. Yeah. So. That was just, I figured maybe a GDC or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been considered going to GDC a couple times, but I'm terrified of people. Uh-huh, yeah. And places and things. Yeah, me too, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Me too, but I have the advantage that I made a game everybody loves, so everybody's happy to see me. Yeah. So it's That it's, sounds like a good segue. So it's yeah. like, oh, okay, hey, hi. Tell us about this game I, that you made I'm, that everybody loves, I'm, Jim. I'm, I'm Jim. It's, <laughs> oh, man, I, I never came up with a name for just the text adventure part of it. I think in the code oh, it's just called text adventure. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Ryan, so, did you, yeah, uh, yeah, so we're going to be, we're, what was that? Ryan, did you ever play the game that we're talking about? I regret to say that I did not finish. Well, did you this game. did you get to the text adventure? Is the is the important part? I did not. Okay, good. So we'll have a fresh player. Oh boy! Right. I don't know all the solutions to the many fiendish puzzles. Right. All right, Jenny. I don't know how you guys handle this, but my suggestion is that you only make the joke uh, enter the uh, uh, commands. And... That sounds good. Yeah, that's actually usually how it goes on this show. Okay. Cool. Okay. I, I want to say, though, that I don't think we've said yet what is going on Yeah, here. so I made Frog Fractions, and Frog Fractions, among other things, spoilers... Spoilers! Uh, can, spoilers. ...contains a text adventure. Um, Whoa. Yep. So, Crazy. So I have um, loaded it up on my machine and played to the point where the text adventure starts. Oh, good. Great. Yeah, or you, you could you could try voice controlling the rest of the game if you want. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, you hit a wall. Down. You hit a tongue? wall. Tongue. Uh, tongue. Uh, you, <laughs> you lick the wall. Oh no. Tongue. Tastes salty. You taste nothing unexpected. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Um, that's gonna be something like this. This will be new and maybe interesting for you guys, since I didn't use any of the classical IF engines. Um, one thing is that uh, it doesn't use any of the default uh, default responses from them. Um, the other thing is that I didn't bother really encoding any error messages, so all the error messages error messages are pretty shit. Are they just no? Oh. No, no, they're better than that, but uh, they're not. Um... Well, let let's find out. Yeah, let's let's by, you know what? Let's let's just get started. Okay. So you have to read all the text uh... until we get to the point where reading all the text is boring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like room descriptions over and over again. 
Right, yeah, yeah d- we can yeah. just skip, skip those. All right, here we go. Is that it? The rumbling seems to have stopped, and you feel the intense downward pressure let up. After a moment, you calm down enough to start taking in your surroundings for the first time since the seemingly dormant vessel sprang to life. Command module. The walls of this circular room curve to meet a point that must correspond to the curved nose of the outer hull. Lining the walls, you see a porthole, a glowing display, and a control deck. A ladder leads aft. If you don't know how to get started, type help and press enter. What next? Uh, Examine me. All right, I'm going to... You're a frog. Okay. Um, lick me. You're not hungry. Okay. Wow, that took a turn. Um, uh, jump. Jumping? That's not really how this space thing works. Oh. Spaces in quotes. Okay. I thought you hit space to jump. If you hit space, it enters a space uh, character into the command line. What? That's like a jump, like a v- verbal jump between from one word to another. Right, yeah. Sometimes you need two at the end of a sentence. Wow. Oh, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't put two spaces yeah. at the end of a sentence. I saw an article about that, just like comparing people who did that to uh, the WikiLeaks guy. Really? Just... <laughs> It was really like a weird comparison to make. Wow! Wait, yeah. So, 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 Jim, what is your stance on this? Um, in a monospaced font, I'll use two spaces. I will always Legit. use two spaces because I learned on a typewriter. Yeah, apparently that means you're a creep. It's like, <laughs> it's like wearing a fedora. Oh no! I dated a girl, um, and when I found out she used two spaces, I was disgusted. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm a lot more mature now That's and good. willing to see the other side of an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, anytime I see someone write an article about their linguistic or orthographic pet peeve, I'm like, oh yeah, huh? I guess that person's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was a frog on a spaceship. You were, and you still are, actually. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, let's see. What were the things? Yeah, what were the The things in the Uh, room? Lining the walls, you see a porthole, a glowing display, and a control deck. A ladder leads aft. A glowing display. Can I examine that? Oh, wow. I'm ashamed. Uh, I don't understand what you want to examine. not enough spaces? (laughs) Um, is it just display, then? A glowing green display shows a map of the galaxy with a destination you don't recognize marked, and an ETA of about 3,000 years. Looking closer, you see two on-screen buttons labeled Route Details and New Destination. Uh, push Route Details button. The screen spills forth a slew of steps such as Spiral Spinward at Spathy System... Far faster than you can fathom. Good alliteration. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what was another thing in the room? There was a control deck? You gotta remember yeah, let's examine the deck. The control deck consists of an array of switches and a pair of joysticks. Let's hope you never need to override the ship's autopilot, because these are definitely not frog joysticks. Oh no. Okay. Wait, what are what okay. So in our first episode we talked about the ergonomics of horse mouse balls. Yeah. How does a frog joystick work? Are you asking me? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I just figured they en- I just figured they must have different joysticks. It would engage the webbedness, right? Okay, that would or make sense. Or you could use your tongue. Uh-huh. Ooh. Or that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like the the frog joystick would be based a lot more around tugging it backward in different directions mm-hmm. with the tongue. Sure. That would make sense. Sure. Yeah. In a way that we as humans would not, we would have a tough time 
on those joysticks, I tell you what. Sure. Uh, can we hit any of the switches? Oh, hang on, I lost focus. You can't just go breaking things on a spaceship. You'll punch a hole in the hull. That's that's. I typed hit switches. Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, hit. Yeah. Sounds violent. Yep. Can I um, turn a switch? Turn is probably not. Uh, it's probably flip, flip, if anything. Best not to fiddle with the controls. It says. Okay. okay. Good hinting. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what What was the first thing in the list? Uh, the of things. Uh, I'm just going to look again. Uh, you mean... Sure. Uh, lining the walls, you see a porthole. There's a So that's the first thing. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Let's look in the porthole. Through the porthole, you can see a background of, star, of stars shifting as the ship gently spins. The constellations are all unfamiliar to you. Hmm. Okay, I think it's time to go aft. You clamber across the ladder. Captain's quarters. This looks like an all-purpose living area. A sleeping pod sits next to a nightstand. A ladder leads to the fore. An oriental rug lies in the center of the aft wall. Okay. Do we have gravity? I don't think I ever established that. Okay. Um, because you said that jumping doesn't work, and so I imagined a frog floating. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm. Um, but the rug is on the wall, which means that we don't, we don't know what's going on. It could be static cling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um, can I lift the rug? Moving the rug, you discover a recessed hatch below it. Your your score has gone up by two-fifths of a point. Fractions! (gasps) <gasps> Frog fractions. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I want to look at the pod. The sleeping pod looks like a bed with a lid, but you have to assume it's got some sort of suspended animation functionality. I mean, right? There's right. a hole on top next to a gauge reading empty. Huh. So maybe we could enter this and um and wait three thousand years to arrive at some sort of space. Should I um, should I type that? All of that? <laughs> um let's pretend that you did. Okay. And it said that we couldn't do that. Okay. I want to spare you the trouble of typing all those words, because I don't remember what most of them were. Well, I just typed enter pod. Oh, yeah? It says, you can't safely sleep until you're confident you'll return to Bug Mars by the end of the trip. Oh, okay. I forgot that our uh, goal was to return to Bug Mars. I don't think I ever established that either. I I remembered something about Bug Mars, though. Yeah, maybe. That was a... Maybe, but this, this is one of those things that's kind of poorly motivated. And I'm just like, nope, you got to yeah. do that to win the game. Wait, why are we going back to Bug Mars? Because that's the next eat step the in the plot. Well, you've already done a lot of that, actually. <laughs> We're sort of a weird kind of prisoner of Bug Mars. I don't know why we'd go back there instead of wherever we came from. Uh, you know... Jim. Jenny. Jenny. Sorry. Sorry. We can edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Then I want to go four. All right. To hit the change destination button. Uh, I'm going to skip reading you the room description then. Thank you. The nav computer dumps you into an interface so abstruse that before you even consciously process what's going on, you've hit the back button and are at the main map screen again. (laughs) Hmm. So. We'll have to... um, We'll have to wake up the pilot, the captain. Is there a captain? 
I hope so, because I don't know what else to do. Uh, let's go aft and look at the uh, nightstand or the bedside table or whatever it was. The nightstand, op- the nightstand offers a single drawer, which is closed. I design, I deign, I say to the <laughs> open the drawer. A da- I don't think the parser knows the word deign. <laughs> you open the drawer, revealing a thick manual. Oh my gosh! Okay. Uh, open manual. It's a manual for the navigation computer and the command module. After leafing through it, you feel confident and you understand how to use the near- interface well enough to set up a route back to Bug Mars. Your Yay. score has gone up by two and an eighth points. Ooh. So that puts us at... Uh, let's see. So, 40. Um, yeah. Yeah. 5 and 16. So, uh-huh. 2 and 21 eightieths of a point. No, fortieths of a point. Right? You got 21, I got 13. Wait, no, two-fifths. Right, right, right. Yeah, two-fifths. So, 21? 21. 21. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. High good five. Math. High five. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're going to start the podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, okay, now let's go four again and turn on the thingy. Hit the button again. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I know how to use it. You definitely plot a course back to Bug Mars. The engines roar and you feel G-forces shift. The ETA reads 57 and 3 fifths years. You, okay. you run a diagnostic and determine that the vast majority of the time is going to be spent going through bug customs. Mm. Luckily, you can sleep through most of it. Your score has gone up by three and a third points. Ooh. Oh. Okay. So what are we at now? 120? Um, 21. Okay. 3. 63. Um, 103 120ths, I think. I'm going to just trust you on that. Okay. Hey, listeners. <laughs> if I did the math wrong... <laughs> Keep it to yourselves. Well, I, I can tell you that um, you just got three and a third points, which is more than 100 and whatever you said. It's 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 a more oh. than one. Oh, oh no, that's right. We so like we five five and, five and oh, 103, yeah. 120 is. Okay, all right. That... We don't care about integers. This yeah. isn't frog integers. No, it's not. <laughs> it really is not. <laughs> um, okay. So before we go into the stasis pod, we should look at that mysterious hatch. We should, Ryan. I have a small request. Uh, don't of, act like I can't, like you can't do anything, Jenny. Well, uh, no, not about a thing to do, but just okay. um, every time we go four, can we say like twelve thirds? Yes. Good. Okay. I give you permission. Okay. Cool. That, How about that? It's hat? not that kind of four. Oh. It's it's okay. I mean, Jim, it's like you don't I'm, even like fractions. I, I'm the one who has to deal with the spelling here, so. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but we're the people who have to deal with shipboard directions. All right, fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Ryan actually made a game on the ship that didn't use shipboard directions. What? I used fore and aft. Oh, did you? Oh, thank God. I decided not to use a port in the other one. Starboard. Starboard. Yeah. For reasons that listeners can probably guess. I know I'm, what I'm, it I'm, was. Starboard. I'm, I was. I'm trying to I guess. Was doing a bit. I'm trying to guess which one. It, what the reason was. Yeah, me too. Um, I explained this on the Captain Verditer podcast. Oh wait, we didn't, I didn't because do we didn't a Captain Verditer podcast. So where am I remembering this from? No, we. <laughs> we I explained this to Emily oh, when oh. we were talking about bronze. Okay. And she was like, "It's a good thing you didn't do those things." And I said, "Well, I tried to," and then I realized it was a bad idea. That's the reason. Okay. Because it's not fun. The reason I didn't use port and starboard is that the ship is radially symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you'd have to use rimward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got um, Sunwise and Wittershins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't get Wittershins. Why is that? Wittershins. English people just like saying silly words. Before there were clocks, that's what they called clockwise and counterclockwise, sunwise and Wittershins. How did they know which way was sunwise? Uh, sundials. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Hence the uh, the phrase for opening a jar or turning a screw. Clockwise closed, Wittershins wide open. <laughs> That's a real thing. Well, no, no it's, it's not really a real thing. Okay, yeah, aft. Aft. Uh-huh. Open hatch. You have to work it a bit, but after you give the wheel a few spins, the hatch pops open. Enter hatch. You slip through the hatch. Engine room. Nearly every surface in this room is covered with a sticky pink goop, which seems to be thicker near a gray machine sitting in the corner. A hole in the wall exposes a nest of wires. There is a hatch leading back to the captain's quarters to the fore. Okay. Um, let's look in those wires. Peering into the exposed machinery, you see what looks like an empty coffee can that you're guessing doesn't belong there. Okay. Take coffee can. You twist the can and it eventually comes loose, but you've ripped the insulation off of an adjacent wire in the process, and it, oh, begin- no. and it begins sparking as it comes in contact with an adjacent strut. You glance down at what you've taken. Huh. It really is a coffee can. Um... But we've we've doomed the ship to crashing into Antares. Uh-oh. Antares specifically, huh. <laughs> yeah, don't you know anything about electronics? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so what is the gray machine? The machine consists of a spigot aimed at a flat platform. A handwritten sheet of paper has been hastily taped over the base of the platform. I read that sheet of paper. This is the out-of-order note included in your game package. That's in brackets. Okay. Is that a thing? Uh, feelies are a thing, and I'm, you know, riffing on feelies. Okay. You were riffing on feelies. I didn't know if somehow, because there are parts of Frog Fraction I never saw, sure, if sure. A, a package actually existed. Sure, yeah. That's the sort of thing I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but we can assume it says something like "out of order." Yeah, that's even in quotes, actually. So, oh, so we know it says well, those words. It's "out of order." Note is the name of the note. Oh, okay. So we don't know anything, hmm. but it probably says "out of order" because "out of order" is you know the title of the note. I like I like the joke. Inherent in having um, having it say this is the out of order note included with your feelies, and then just having the note itself be out of order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good joke. Okay, and it was supposed to appear at a different point in the game, so it's out of order. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. because you read it before you played the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of layers. <laughs> this is good. I like this. So, I can probably turn the spigot, I'm guessing? Let's try it. It's not clear how to get the spigot to work. I can't believe I didn't have glowing display as a thing you could type. That was... I guess no one tried that in testing. Um, well, you you can't... you. I'm trying to come up with this thing where it says that, like... Me and Jenny are the best testers, but to make it sound really snappy, I didn't. I couldn't come up with anything. I'm sorry. You tested the rest. Now test with the best. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, um, and now that I've got my coffee cup, possible that I just uh, want to get into suspended animation now. What do you think, Jenny? Well, um, I think I think that we can try it, but I'm remembering that uh, ominous, empty 
empty thing with the hole. The hole in the wall? The hole um, on on the sleeping pod and the display saying empty. I feel like this being a text adventure, that is probably a thing we're going to have to do a thing about. But yeah, we, okay. can, we can try it and see what it says. Yeah, let's uh, and try go back um, sixteen fourths and uh, <laughs> uh, enter pod again. <laughs> Listen, Jim, me and Jenny are unbearable. Okay, all right. Your head has barely touched the pillow when an alarm begins repeating: "Perfume chamber empty. You will wake up cranky." <laughs> you assume it's going to stop eventually. But a couple of minutes later, it still hasn't. You get up. There's no way you can sleep like that. That's so true to life. Uh huh. <laughs> That's an incredibly good detail. Every morning, man. <laughs> um, okay. Perfume chamber. Examine perfume chamber. Oh, it's just a repeat of the uh, sleeping pod description. Huh. Oh, I know. Um, go aft. Uh-huh. You slip through the hatch. Uh, put goo in coffee cup. You'll need to be holding the goop to do that. Take goop. The goop is stuck to the surfaces. Oh, no. Wow. Um, take surfaces. <laughs> I don't understand what you want to take. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, we want to... Uh, smell goop, please. Oh, man, I don't have smell. I don't understand that verb, it says. Wow. Well, do frogs have the power of smell? Do frogs have the power <laughs> of smell? Oh, I can't even finish the sentence. There's not enough room. That would make it extra oh, wow. ironic for it to be yelling at you about the perfume chamber. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, it's, the bed doesn't know you're a frog. No, I know. It's tragic. Yeah. That's a good tagline for this game. <laughs> the bed. <laughs> frog fractions. The bed doesn't know you're a frog. Well, uh, that like the individual vignettes of frog fractions don't have titles, but I think we figured out what the title of this one is. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Have you guys heard of Deathbed, the bed that eats? <laughs> no. It's a movie that someone made about a bed that eats people. That sounds like one of those movies that I would have seen the box for in, in, in <laughs> 1980s video stores. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the stuff. And you would have been... Chud. And you, like, if you're like me, I'm assuming that you're like me, you are terrified of those covers uh-huh. <laughs> and you you stay away from that part of the video store but you keep on looking at them at the corner of your eye oh yeah no i, I mean i was i was drawn to that stuff and yet never watched any of them i saw yes i, I saw a movie like in 1986 called house um which was about a vietnam vet whose child mysteriously disappears and then like creepy horror shit happens to him with mirrors um and it really freaked me out at the time, and I I went back to it like last year, and it's mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> it's like this really funny, like sort of horror, but mostly comedy. Huh. Huh. And I'm wondering whether I can just reclaim all of my childhood like that. Maybe. You know, the first movie I remember being afraid of was Cocoon. Oh wow. Which was not yeah. even a horror movie. Uh, Wilford Brimley's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was just afraid to get in the swimming pool because I was positive that there were going to be cocoons on the bottom of it and my feet was going to touch one and then I was going to ah. lose the entirety of my four-year-old sanity. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know where you're at as far as the part where you don't want your foot to touch a cocoon. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there with you. I can't relate to the rest of it because I never saw that movie. You know, when you're 80, you're going to be like, you're going to think about a pool and think you might touch a cocoon and then like relish the idea and just go swimming all the time. Yeah. No, I'm going to really want those cocoons when I'm geriatric. Yeah. Yeah. This must have something to do with the content of the movie. Yeah, yes. there's some old people and some cocoons. <laughs> some okay. Yeah, no, it's it's a movie about old people becoming young again. Mhm. Via oh. magical cocoon something. 
I see. Huh. So, um, speaking of cocoons, we want to hibernate Ooh. like a butterfly hibernates in a cocoon. Good segue. Is, is in, that, well, you didn't graduate with a degree in biology, so I'll let it slide. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> in this stasis pod. Uh-huh. Um, and we need to fill the perfume chamber. And we need to uh, eat the goop. Because uh-huh. eat, eat is implemented. Eat goop. You're not hungry. No. Oh, maybe it's mm. not implemented. I mean, it's implemented as far as having an error message. That's true. Hmm. Okay. Um... Jenny, do you have any idea what we're supposed to be doing? Um, you know, I don't I don't remember how this game went. <laughs> I I deliberately did not replay it for the podcast. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um Let's see. Uh Uh this this is something that happens fairly commonly on our podcast, so I want to uh, ask Jim, is there any object in the the locations uh that you mentioned once, and we just never bothered to look at it, and so now we've completely forgotten about it. Yes. Okay. Could you read us the? Um, yeah. So the room description. The room description. Um, nearly every surface in this room is covered with a sticky pink goop, which seems to be thicker near a gray machine sitting in the corner. A hole in the wall exposes a nest of wires. There is a hatch leading back to the captain's quarters to the fore. I actually do think you've interacted with every object in the room description, but there are objects you have not interacted with. Mm. Hmm. We well, there was that bare wire. Yep. Um, can can we get another description of that? Uh, there's a bare wire in there, sparking as it makes contact with an adjacent strut. Okay, so what is this strut? Uh, it's the same description as the wire. I could hear myself walking down the wrong path as I said that sentence. Yeah. Um. Hmm. hmm. Take wire. That's not something you can carry around. I th- thought you were gonna electrocute the frog. Yeah. I. Yeah. Sorry. Can we lick the wire? Um. You're not hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh huh. And there were parts of the gray machine too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Shall I read you the description of the machine again? Yes, please. Yes, please. The machine consists of a spigot aimed at a flat platform. A handwritten sheet of paper has been hastily taped over the base of the platform. Hmm. Oh, so what about the uh, platform? Uh, that's the same description that I just read. Okay. Can we do anything? What about the, the spigot? Paper? The spigot. The spigot is the same description again. What was your question, Jenny? Okay. Can we do anything with the paper? Uh, can you be more specific? Uh, take it. You rip the note off, leaving a fluttering <gasps> piece of electrical tape behind and revealing a control panel. Nice! <gasps> and I bet we could use that electrical tape to cover up the bare wire. Let's try it. Uh, take so tape, tape. Take tape. Taken. Okay, put tape on wire. You wrap the tape around the bare wire, insulating it. Your score has gone up by one and two-thirds points. Woo! I'm not going to bother trying to... Wait, I actually could do that one pretty easily, though. <laughs> because it's... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, it's... Um, you said it's... Two-thirds? Yep. Just two-thirds? Have you been writing these down? No. One and two-thirds. It was one and two-thirds, so now it's... So I think um, we're up to seven and... Uh, seven and... Um, Where were we? Sixty-three? One But we would have to reduce that to twenty-one fortieths. Right. Okay. Okay. We know that's the correct answer. 
Seven and twenty-one one, uh, twenty-one fortieths. Yep. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, what about the control panel? Most of the control panel is rendered unusable by the sticky pink goop. You see a row of what look like radio preset buttons, all of all but two of which are stuck. There, are, there's also a big red lever. None of these are legibly labeled. Uh, can I press first button? The raised button clicks into place, and the previously selected button pops up. Local currency, says a robotic voice. Ooh. So now can I turn the spigot, or did we figure out a verb to apply to the spigot? I don't think you ever figured out the verb to apply to the spigot. We also have a lever. Oh, let's pull the lever. Because stuff will come out of the spigot if we pull the lever. It's like a slot machine. I'm doing hand <laughs> motions. <laughs> the machine whirs. Dispensing local currency, a voice says. A thick stream of Zorkmids shoots out, out of the faucet. <gasps> bounce off the plot. Bounce off the... Wait a minute. A thick stream of Zorkmids shoot out of the faucet. I think I got the... the um, uh-huh. The, the, the very common thing where you um, conjugate the verb for the... Uh, Ryan, what do you call that thing? Yeah, you're the linguist. You would call it the most recent noun, even though it's not the head of the yeah, phrase. No, there's, yeah. like, there's like subject-verb agreement, I think, is the term for it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. The, the Zorkmids come out, they bounce off the platform, and they scatter around the room. Okay, take Zorkmids, obviously. <laughs> You spend a few minutes gathering up the scattered Zorkmids. Your score has gone up by a third of a point. Oh man, now we need okay. to change our denominator again. Into, so, uh, we were so we were at 7 and 63... No, yeah, 7 and 21 fortieths. So 63 one twentieths. So 103, we're back at 103 one twentieths. Yeah, 7 and 103 one twentieths. Okay. It's really uh, important to track this. It is. And I um, will not edit any of it out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nor should you. Yeah. Well, I know I shouldn't, but I feel I should apologize to the people who have to listen to it. Sure. They don't have to listen. They could go listen to other podcasts. <laughs> or no podcasts Shut at up, all. Jenny. Shut uh, up, Jenny. Uh, shut up, shut up, shut sorry. up. Sorry, you they can edit that out. have to listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, we, uh, um, if we press the second button... The raised button clicks into place, and the previously selected button pops up. Mom's specialty, says a robotic voice. Mm. <laughs> okay, pull lever. Milk. The machine whirs. Dispensing mom's specialty, a voice says. Pink goop streams out of the faucet, splashing against the flat platform and getting everywhere. A couple drops land in your mouth, and you recognize the flavor. Bacon milkshake. Mm. Atmospheric anomaly detected, a different voice says. A whirring sound ensues, and the bulk of the goop is sucked into the into invisible vents, leaving just enough goop floating around to be gross and annoying. Okay. Atmosphere purified, we... the voice says triumphantly. <laughs> Can we put the goop in the coffee cup? You can't get a meaningful amount just by collecting loose goop. That hmm. we could put the can on the platform. It's a can. Yeah, it's a can. You place the can below the spigot. Now pull the lever. Dispensing mom's specialty, the machine says. A thick stream of goop streams out. It mostly gets everywhere, but the coffee can does end up filled. You grab the can. Atmospheric anomaly detected. The vents do their ineffectual thing. Atmosphere purified. Uh, so, what does a Zork mid look like? That's a good question. Um, yep, that should be enough. So I guess you're not examining mm. the individual Zork mid, you're examining your pile of Zork mids. Okay. And we think that's enough for something that we don't have context for? Presumably, right yes. Yeah. Um... In NetHack, you pick up gold coins that are co coins. Yep. Um, but 
the uh, unit of currency is Zork Mids, and that's what shopkeepers charge you. Yep. So, uh, but also in Zork, or one of the Zorks, they were something, presumably. Yeah, and I believe one of the Zorks actually came with a physical Zork Mid. <sighs> You're excited by this, huh? <laughs> I am. This is this is right up my alley as a physical Zork Mid. Yeah. I wonder, is there just one Zork Mid, or is there like, you know, the Zorkian Zork Mid? Oh, I I bet the NetHack Zork Mid is a different thing. Um, for some I reason, think it's gotta be. like for whatever reason, I always envisioned the Zork Mids and Frog Fractions as being made of wood. Hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> um, in NetHack, you can beat up a gold golem, and he'll turn into a pile of coins. Yep. Yeah. Which I assume don't have the. You know the seal of Zork on them. Why not? That a golem is constructed of whatever material you make a golem out of. So yeah, maybe, maybe they just a, made yeah. they just made one. It's like some wizard decided I'm going to make a golem out of this pile of coins. Or there's just a line on the instructions in the golem's head that says, "Okay, on on destroy, yeah, tur- turn into um, Zork mid stamped gold self. coins. Yeah, <laughs> mid self. That's great. Okay, yeah." Accepted. <laughs> uh, so now we've solved all the puzzles in this room, maybe. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go f- 44 elevenths. Uh, what is that in integers? Four. Okay. You slipped through the hatch. Uh, and now we want to... Uh, I want to see if we can put the goop in the, the thingy. Oh, the, the, the pod... The pod, goop pod. You bring the can close to the hole, and a hole, and the hole sucks the pink goop right in. The nearby gauge fills up. <laughs> Enter pod. Oh, also, your score has gone up by nine halves of a point. Oh, shoot. Ooh, so okay, that's four and a half points. Four and a half. Where were so we? We're Seven and one hundred three, one twentieth. Yeah. So, that's. Twelve and forty-three, is it? No. That sounds. Yeah, no. Is it? No, yeah, twelve and forty-three. Yeah. Uh, one hundred twenty. Twelve and forty-three, one twentieths. That sounds okay, good. Great. I that just want great. you guys to know I am not checking your work. <laughs> okay. No, the viewers at home are checking. Okay. Your work. Okay. Yeah. Right in. Uh, good job, viewers. Make sure you send those um, uh, to the RC Veter Twitter account and not type ins because I don't think Jenny <laughs> wants to hear about it. <laughs> Do I have access to the Typens account? I told you what the password was a long time ago. Oh no! I don't. I, sh- I should have written that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you a hint. It's also the password to our uh, RSSPECT account that is defunct. Oh. So, viewers at home, can you guess what the password is? If so, you get control over that account and, <laughs> and own it. I was pausing like on. Dora the Explorer would pause mm. to let the viewers answer. Oh, sure. oh. And they just yell, no, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typer, <So>. no typing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, let's enter the pod. Did we enter the pod? Uh, I typed it and didn't hit enter yet. <gasps> enter the enter. <laughs> You lie down in the sleeping pod, close the lid, and drift off, secure that in 57 and something years, you'll return to bug Mars a wealthy frog. When you wake up, you're clearly not in your sleep pod. You blurrily glance around to get your bearings, and you appear to have been sleeping on a heart-shaped bed covered with roses. A voice (laughs) comes from 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 the next room. Awake already? A wispy human figure in a bathrobe and crown walks in. She bends over and kisses you on the nose, and suddenly you feel your body shifting. Yay! She laughs and claps, and you re- and you realize you've been transmogrified into a human form. Now this is where this is going to get weird because the next there's there's more text, but but before that happens, there's actually a visual part of the game that only makes sense if you're looking at it. I, I like your assertion that this is where it gets weird. Yeah, I like your assertion that any of this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
So why can you yeah, describe you, yeah, the image? Describe I'll, the visual. I'll I'll try it. I'll try it. Okay. Um, you're gonna have no context for this. So, so that's great. You're a dude standing on a lily pad, and there are bugs coming down to eat your fruit. And you can yeah. use your usual controls to try to lick the bugs, but since you're a person, your tongue doesn't really reach out. And then there are more bugs, and the bugs are eating your fruit, and it's the worst thing. Oh no! Oh no! And then they eat your fruit, and your indignity meter fills up, oh, no. and then you, the whole world no. goes gray. No! Oh, no! Uh, oh, indignity. And then um, it more text appears. You awake with a start. What a horrible dream! You call your friend Draggy the Flying Dragon just to talk to someone. Yellow, <laughs> Draggy says. <laughs> I, I just had the worst nightmare. You explain the situation. I'm not sure that a support group for human bug eaters is really going to get much of a following, Draggy Ponders. Maybe if we drummed up a little publicity first. I know just the PR agency. Five minutes later, Draggy shows up at your door dressed to the nines. He tosses a frog tuxedo at you. Put this on, babe. We're running for president. Um, and then... The rest of the game is, you know, something else. So, so we com- we completed the the uh, the, 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 text the text adventure, adventure portion of this game is now complete. Yes. Yay! Hey, we we beat the boss, Jenny. We beat the boss. High five! Is is, is the boss is the boss me? You're yeah. the boss. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. just want to say like how proud I am of the like amber. CCRT simulation I implemented for this uh, text adventure part of Fraud mm-hmm. Fractions. Yeah, it's too bad no one can see that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You guys should uh, play through Frog Fractions if you haven't. That's true. Yep. Yep. I can say that confidently because I played part of it. Oh. But I've played more of it now than I had an hour ago. Yeah, well, now you've gotten past the second hard part now. Oh, was this one of the hard parts? Yeah, this is the um, the part that people who get past the first part tend to get stuck on because it requires oh. text adventure literacy, which nobody has. <laughs> yeah. And I, ha- I actually have seen people learn to play text adventures by playing this part of the game, but all the people who did that were programmers. Oh. So... <laughs> So it's not really a fair uh, challenge for most of the population. What's the other hard part of the game? Uh, finding the uh, pile of fruit at the bottom of the pond. Oh, right, yeah. right. Well, cool. Thank you for bringing the fractions to us. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, do you happen to know off the top of your head whether 11 and 43 120ths is the top score like did are, do we get on the leaderboards uh, I, I don't think I, I have no idea I was not keeping track of that I was just typing fractions that were funny hmm. the game doesn't even keep track of that oh that's irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> are there bonus things in there that we could have found but didn't oh there's a bunch of stuff that I wrote responses to that I was pretty proud of do you want to do you want me to restart the text adventures uh, please, yeah. yeah let's see let's see some of it okay All right, chapter select. I remember seeing a a Let's Play of this game where the person (laughs) playing was in real time translating all the text in the game to Spanish. Wow. And, like, when when the text adventure came up, like, he paused and then kind of sighed. (laughs) <laughs> and then just started like started going like okay we're doing this good job that guy yeah yeah all right um if you don't know how to get started type help and press enter oh we should have done that maybe even though we're we're literate and know how to do that but let's do that okay this is a story that you interact with by entering s- simple english commands some examples Look around, or just look. Examine ball, or just X ball. Inventory, or just I. Oh, we never checked our inventory. Get wrench, turn knob, push button, enter phone booth, 
Climb stairs. Open box. Read pamphlet. Pour orange juice into glass. Put plate on placemat. And finally, remember the Adventure Gamer's maxim. If it's possible to do, it must be good and wise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if we say read pamphlet, what happens? That was just an example. There are no pamphlets (laughs) in space. Oh, no. (laughs) What a bleak place that must be. (laughs) With no pamphlets, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you implement Zizzy? Uh, Let's see. I'm not familiar with that particular cliche. (laughs) Hey! Nice. Nice. I think that's the first time we've bothered with Zizzy on this podcast. Oh, wow. Um... Do we have anything in our inventory to start? Yeah. You're not holding anything. Okay. Uh, do you remember any um, really great gags that are impossible to see because they require t- intuitively knowing a part of you that nobody knows? Um, no, but there's one that I'm pretty happy with that would... So if you type win... It just yes. it says asterisks in asterisks you have won, but then if you type and I'm not going to do this, but if, if you type okay. if you type really win, it just skips to the next part of the game. Wow. <gasps> okay. See, that's the kind of behind the scenes fact. That's mm-hmm. the sort of thing that like when you're playing your game over and over again for testing, you implement. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And also, the sort of thing that speedrunners would really like to know, and I haven't told any of them yet. Oh, man. Oh, man. So if you're oh. a speedrunner and you're listening to this podcast... Yeah, maybe one of our 12 listeners is in with the speedrunning community. Yeah. Because that'll shave a few frames. Yeah. Um, I remember in, um, in Taco Fiction, I implemented it so that um, the room after all the hard stuff... Um, you could just go down from sitting inside of your car and you would end <laughs> up in the room that's an hour of gameplay later. And that ended up in the oh, first build that was wow. in the comp. Did anyone find and that? One person must have because I was going through transcripts at the IF Comp website and I think that that's... I Oh, I don't. I don't remember. This is many, many moons ago. Mm. Um, but it, like that was the first year that they allowed updates inside of the competition, and I was very happy about that. Oh, because I would not have been able to sleep at <laughs> night. <laughs> now I'm trying to imagine being the kind of person who types down inside a car. <laughs> yeah. Um, the insides of cars are really weird to model in parsers i can imagine yeah yeah they're kind of one location but then there are also actually other also locations. kind of in another location yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 and then you could um, also be in the be... front or back seat it's weird yeah and it's like there's all this stuff that the reader knows should be there uh-huh oh yeah it's like, worse than a bathroom the... even yeah yeah yeah, it's terrible. So on that note, uh, are we done with frog fractions? No, oh, there was another gag I just remembered. Oh. Uh, if you type score, it says, I don't know with whom you want to score. Hey! Hey! And then you can try scoring with various things, but if you try <laughs> type... If you type score with me, it says, your score has gone up by three halves of a point. <laughs> Okay, so we did not access the maximum score. Right, and then if you type score with me again, it says, refractory period, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Refraction-y period. uh, Or that, yeah. 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 Jenny. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So... Did we have to get the Zorkmids to progress? No, you don't. That was something that I had initially required, but um, but 
ended up removing it just because like it, it wasn't a very interesting puzzle and some people just forgot to do it. And does it uh, uh, change anything later in the game? I don't imagine. No, it doesn't. It, the, okay. when, it, when it proceeds, it, it presumes that like, I don't know, maybe you somehow got rich in bug customs on the way back or something. Wait, no, sure. this is all a dream. This is all a dream, so you being rich is just completely irrelevant. Well, spoiler alert, wait, is gosh. This well, I, read a dream? You, I read you that part. The wait, the whole thing was a dream? <laughs> I understood that being kissed by a lady was a dream. Oh, maybe maybe that thought, was maybe that was all it was. I, I thought we woke up and then our friend was there. Yeah, I thought we were legitimately. We awake. were calling Flying Dragon from space. From space. Dra- Draggy the Flying Dragon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. um, I guess I never really thought about that. It's never really established how much of the dream is a dream. Hmm. Yeah. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, calling someone from space doesn't seem super likely. Well, they did it in 2001. Oh, okay. No, they didn't. So we've had the technology. They basically sent a vlog through space. (laughs) Okay. There are considerations of relativity to keep in mind. Sure. So, Jim, uh, did you want to stick around? Sure. And play one of Ryan's games? Um, I have a thing that I have to get to in like an hour and a half. Okay. Is that enough time? That's plenty of time. I believe so. All right. Um, what? Okay, we should we should stop recording. Okay. And um oh, so blah 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 end of the podcast, guys. Thank you for being on, Jim. Oh, thank you for hey, being on, you're, Jenny. You're welcome. Yeah, no, thank you for being on, wait, Jim. Wait, so does me playing your game not get into the podcast? We're, it's another episode. Yeah, we're gonna oh. do two episodes. Okay. Each have to All have right. So we day. Okay. We have All right. to All right. I mean, I could just end it arbitrarily at any point.